Welcome to Legendary Geek Outs presents Catching Up on Comics. This is the series from Legendary Geek Outs where me, your host Eric, uh, will run through the comic books that, that I'm currently reading. Uh, once in a while I'll have guests on, uh, but I've mentioned it in the previous and, and natural show from me and Carl. Uh, I've recently been big into the Marvel titles and... I still read some of the DC stuff, so you still will get some DC comic, you get some image content, but for the most part, you're going to get a shit ton of Marvel. And tonight, I'm going to try and sum up the, the main titles, leaving out a couple because I have plans for the others. I'm going to try and sum them up as much as I can in as little time as possible, so that if you guys want to catch up on I'll even let you know if some of it is on Comixology Unlimited for you guys to pick up if you guys want to check it out yourself. Um, so, you know, some of the titles that you're going to have me reading are, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Avengers, uh, I have special plans for The Batman's Grave, because that's a one-and-done series, um, The Batman the Detective, uh, Champions, Daredevil, I've got plans for Daredevil, so I will not be talking about Daredevils tonight either, or Daredevil tonight either, um, Fantastic Four, depending, because... That's a lot of stuff to really cover with that one because, holy shit. Uh, I will be discussing uh, Future State Gotham. J uh, not tonight, but I will be discussing it in the future because, damn, that's a good story. There's only one issue in. I'll be discussing Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll be discussing uh, Iron Man, uh, the Marauders, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Noctura, uh, Shang-Chi, Something is Killing the Children. Uh, Spider-Man's The Shadow, Spy uh, Sh Spider-Shadow, uh, Suicide Squad, The Way of X, and Wonder Girl. This is just some of the titles that I plan on talking about. Uh, but basically, I'm going to just give you a quick run-through tonight of what all the ones that I am reading that I mentioned, like I said, give or take, to get you guys caught up so that when I start doing this thing on a weekly basis next month, you guys will be prepared for, you know, you guys won't be lost uh, completely lost about what's going on. So we're going to start first with Avengers. You got the team is disbanded. So basically, you're going to have a whole bunch of people trying to. You got you got Tony Thor and uh, Steve trying to patch things up and make a new, make a new Avengers team. Tony doesn't want to have anything to do with that because they've already been through some shit. Uh, at this point, we're just coming back from Tony Stark coming out of a coma. Thor becoming worthy again after losing Mjolnir, and Steve coming back after the Secret Empire stuff. Trust me, read Secret Empire. Totally fucking worth it. Um, they're fighting off a band of aliens along with uh, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, She-Hulk, Ghost Rider, uh, and Captain Marvel, only to find out that the whole thing was started by what was it was naturally an old thing that happened between Odin and the Avengers before time. Uh, which was the original Iron Fist, uh, the Armado, uh, I can't speak, uh, the doc, the original Doc, uh, Sorcerer Supreme, um, the Star Band, which is like the Hulk, uh, Star Brand, excuse me, Star Brand, um, which is like the Hulk, the original Ghost Rider, and Odin. Oh yeah, and Phoenix. Um, that's a whole can of worms. I, I, that comes much later on. I'll explain that shit later. But basically, Loki was behind the whole thing because the final host was only here because it was seeking help. Because it was infested with these parasites, these giant fucking space bugs that attack the Avengers. They stop all the bugs. 
carry on to the next day where they've actually the final host and all the celestial all the dead celestials have gone well, not dead celestials but all the celestials have gone and they left a parting gift the original host his corpse was left there it was cleaned out and turned into the avengers new base in the north pole called avengers mountain in this story we do have one really kick-ass moment where robbie reyes harnesses his power of the ghost rider and turns a dead celestial into a freaking ghost rider and it's bananas just bananas i i, I recommend it i will say that i do know for a fact the first volume is on comiXology uh comiXology unlimited the art's incredible the story was first off all of the avengers that are being written right now are being written by jason aaron totally fucking worth it uh the second one kind of moderate some more backstory to the original avengers uh you know uh robbie ray is trying to learn his powers of the ghost rider you're introduced to mephisto um who plays a big part in everything that's going on uh, we're introduced to a whole new set of teams, the Soviet Avengers, uh, the Atlanteans, because of Roxxon trying to fuck up the ocean world, causes Prince, Prince Namor the Submariner to come up and start killing off humans. So that starts a war between them and the Avengers, uh, along with the Soviets, uh, the Soviet Avengers. Then you find out later that General Ross has seeked the help of Agent Coulson out to bring the squadron supreme of america which is a total bag of dicks into the mix to start trying to fight off fight the avengers because they are only in it for me they, they, they completely shut out the avengers because the avengers are more focused on the world instead of the country that they are part of so they have completely shut off the avengers to the american country and now we have our own avengers and they're a bunch of assholes um but we are introduced to the newest Avenger in this book as well. We are introduced to Blade. Uh, and just having Blade in it, it, I was fucking there. Like, that was honestly the key point that sold me from, like, the second that I saw him in the book. And then that leads up to Volume 3, which was the War of the Vampires, where this vampire team, the vampire army, led by a guy that looks like Mailman from Fallout New Vegas... Are, is destroying Castle Dracula while all the other vampires that are under Dracula's protection are also being taken out because they feel that the vampire nation is too weak to survive. So in order to do this, they've got to get rid of the old to start the new. Dracula during this seeks refuge in uh, the Soviet Avengers uh, nation so that they can keep him safe so they lock him away. Um only to eventually give him his own land to start over, as long as he promises not to like feast on people or whatever. Um, and they give him Chernobyl. Go figure. Um, the Avengers get into several altercations with the vampires, and you find out that uh, the one that looks like Mailman can actually control Ghost Rider. He actually traps Go uh, Robbie's soul in hell, and turns Ghost Rider's physical form into this fucking monstrosity that wipes out the Avengers. Um, honestly, out of all of them, War of the Vampires is my, my favorite because you get a really... Not only do you get Blade becoming a full-fledged member of the Avengers, but they let him drop the line. And to, I don't know why, but to me, anytime I see somebody other than the original like Avengers saying Avengers Assemble... 
I can I, I tend to geek out a little bit just because it's not really known. Everyone's so used to Steve being the one to say it or Tony or whatever. They them saying it. So to have Blade just be sitting there shouting out Avengers Assemble while fucking like running full fledged sword drawn on the vampires, it was just geek out central for me. I was just losing my mind. Um so yeah, then you know that that wraps that up. Um the next one, I'm not really going to explain too much on because I don't know a whole lot. I read it just so I would be caught up with the Avengers, but it focuses a whole lot on the story arc for War of the Realms. I have not read War of the Realms. I need to, but I haven't really heard enough about it to be completely sold on it. Um, so that one I'm going to kind of skip for now. Um, now, five gets kind of interesting because... It's the uh, challenge of the Ghost Riders, and it is basically where they try and figure out more about Robbie Reyes. What's his deal? Why why he can't you know turn full Ghost Rider without having like some kind of fucked up vision of people around him dying at his hands for no reason? Um, and you find out that while he's while, when he does do it and his soul is trapped in hell, he is actually talking to somebody and you find out that it is um, Johnny Blaze, who uh, in the Ghost Rider stories you find out is the king of hell. Go figure. Johnny Blaze is the king of hell. Um, It is 100% worth reading this story just for the fact that they try to exercise the hell charger. It does not work at all. Um, And it ultimately leads to a huge race between Robbie Reyes and Johnny Blaze for King of Hell. The thing is, Robbie needs to win to protect his brother. And also in this, we get the cosmic ghost rider, Frank Castle, showing up, uh, trying to take out the Avengers because they think that, you know, they're somehow tied in with Johnny Blaze. Uh, That's the one that he really wants. But Robbie Reyes wins, and... I know, spoiler and everything. Yes, this is... I probably should have mentioned this is going to be 100% spoiler. Um, But Robbie wins. His brother's soul is safe. But he doesn't want to be the king of hell. So he pretty much just says, fuck it, let Johnny do what he does. And then we're moving on to another one that I wasn't too particularly keen on. But I read it anyways. And that was the uh, Starbrand Reborn. Long story short, they go into space to try and find the new Starbrand... Um, only to find that they're thinking that it's going to be some kind of monster that's going that can like end all be all. Uh, when in reality, it's just a really, really powerful baby. And you get some funny banner between Captain Marvel and Tony Stark that is definitely worth the read. I, I cracked up when I read it. It is just too damn funny not to. But basically, Tony Stark loses his fucking mind, uh, questioning his parenting abilities at this point. Um, and you also find out that, if I'm not mistaken, this is the one where Stark, uh, you find out that he goes back in time. Like, he, he goes back to the caveman days, when the final host and all that stuff happens. Uh, moving on to Volume 7, The Age of Kansu. This is anybody who's a fan of Moon Knight, this is your story. Because Moon Knight literally wipes out the Avengers right at the very beginning. He takes what he needs from them. He somehow manages to get Mjolnir. 
but you find out that his god has different plans for the universe. He wants the star brand. Uh, he needs a star brand to take over the entire world and make it in his own image. Um, he's already done so with what he's got. Um, once once Moon Knight figures out the error in his ways, he starts to side with the Avengers, gets them back their shit, and he squares off against Kansu. 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 I'll get it right eventually. Um, and to me, this one has my favorite line from any of the stories, which was which came from Moon Knight. And, you know, I've had a couple people, uh, I've had one person in particular get me interested in Moon Knight because his knowledge of Moon Knight is vast. I've actually got two people whose comic knowledge on Moon Knight is vast. And uh, you can listen to their shows if you want, The uh, which, which I highly recommend. Uh, you got Twisted Cape. Look for Mike Stickstack when you're listening to that. Um, he taught he he talked some Moon Knight up there from time to time, um, and then you can go check out What's Your Spaghetti Policy podcast because the host Alex is a diehard Moon Knight fan. He is all about some Mooney, and Mooney's getting his own solo series coming back again in June or July, and I can honestly say I'm excited about it. After reading this, I'm extremely excited about this. This gave me new hope for uh, for Moon Knight. But the line that he delivers was, uh, oh God, what was it? It was uh, he was fight he was fighting Kansu, and he summoned the power of the Phoenix into him. Oh God, what was it? He said he tells him to go to hell, and he says, "God's devils, what's the difference? Fuck them all." And I'm just like, damn. After he knocks the shit. Out of Kansu. He knocks the hell out of a god because he's got the power of the Phoenix. Um, all this leads up to the next run of series, which is uh, Enter the Phoenix. And long story short, this is a big ass gauntlet. The Phoenix is trying to find a new host body. It, Jean Grey is not the host anymore. Thank God. Uh, but I think this is doing something different than most other Phoenix stories. It starts off like your basic run-of-the-mill Phoenix story where you think the Phoenix wants to destroy the Earth. But in reality, I don't think it does. Not not this time. I think they're trying to do away with the whole constant repeat of every, every other year they have some Marvel event that involves the Phoenix. And it basically is everybody against the Phoenix and they need to stop the Phoenix before it destroys. I think they're trying to do away with that, which I love because I've honestly been getting really sick and tired of evil Phoenix stories. It, it, you don't have to make it evil every time. Uh, but in this, you do get one big plot twist where you find out that Thor, Thor's mom is the Phoenix. His mother was Phoenix. It, is really hard to grasp after everything we know about Thor, but damn, it is so worth it. And it wraps up the whole series with the King of Black tie-in, uh, where everyone's trying to get their lives back on track after the whole King in Black event. And you find out that Dracula wants the Vampire Nation to be a part of the United Nations. Yeah, that doesn't sit well with anybody, and he has some demands. He wants Blade to pay for his crimes for killing other vampires after the fight between Null and the rest of the world. So they end up making plans of their own. Dracula can have them, have Blade, but Blade is there as with diplomatic immunity 
and is basically the sheriff, as he puts it, he's the sheriff of Vampire Town. And that's where we leave off with the Avengers because it started a new run called Heroes Reborn, and we're almost in the middle of that. So I'm not going to discuss too much on that. I'm going to wait till that one wraps up before I run that down. Um, I will move on to talking about the one that I'm always excited to read, which is Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, basically, with this one, uh, this one's kind of different. It starts off, the, the, the Guardians have retired. Gamora and Peter and Groot and Rocket and Drax. And all of them are trying to live their lives out on this island as a family i guess you'd say um when richard Ryder shows up and tries to tell them they need he needs their help to stop olympus from destroying the galaxy it is literally gods in space trying to destroy everybody they have to decline because they don't do that kind of work anymore well in the middle of the night peter and rocket up and bounce because when in need they had they feel the urge that they need to be there to help protect um pick up a couple more people and in this battle they end up saving hercules everybody escapes except for quill who's uh sacrifices himself so everybody else can escape with hercules by blowing up mount olympus the giant space planet space rock whatever uh he blows it up only transporting himself to another dimension where he lives for decades years whatever and he lives there realizing that he's not coming back he doesn't think he's coming back but there he literally becomes a star lord um and something happens that sends him back and he lands right in the middle during the king and black tie-in where he squares off against a giant dragon after he lands right in front of rocket but he's got these new powers uh gamora knocks the hell out of him for leaving her uh, she stays pissed off at him. Then it just gets confounded. Like, like really, this one's going to be kind of hard to explain in a brief time. So I might take some time, study it some more. That way, I can come back at you with an actual synopsis of it, or in my own, you know, summing up of it. Um, I've got plans for Miles Morales, Spider Man as well, um, and Noctura. So I'm basically those are the two that I really wanted to get out get out today. Um, I'm sorry it seems like rambling. Like I said, I'm still trying to figure out my formula. I didn't come at it with notes. I probably should have, but I'm just trying to freeform it uh, because it's so much easier to do when I do it that way. So I figured if I do it this way, you guys get the basic gist of it so that when I start reading Avengers again and I'm able to do it week by week, I can slow down and you know kind of take a page from some of the other podcasts that you might listen to where they break it down, make it a little bit simpler, but I'm going to try and make it fun as possible as well along with bringing you guys news in the future as well trust me i've got some news i try and save the news for the main podcast because carl is interested carl doesn't have time and i i understand that he does not have enough hours in the day to sit down and read books like i do i take long breaks at work so or i take 30 minute breaks at work so when i when i do take my breaks i'm sitting there with a book in my hand just plowing through it um you know i've got some other people that i've got planned coming on to discuss certain books and some of those will be longer and it'll be easier to gush over but yeah for now this is what i got uh so yeah i highly recommend checking out avengers and i highly recommend checking out guardians of the galaxy um there's so many other good titles that are going on right now um and if you ever have any if you ever want any comic book recommendation i highly recommend 
checking out, or you can you shoot, you, you can ask me on Twitter at Geeking the F Out or on Instagram at Legendary Geek Outs Podcast, um, where I will tend to post certain recommendations as well. Um, and if you want to check out other shows that dwell, like delve into comics, you know, some of the good ones that I know, some of my favorite ones that I listen to are uh, Twisted Cape, Comic Book Rundown, uh, Fanboy Comics, uh, Geek History Lesson, DC Comic Squadcast. Uh, that's just to name a few, you know, uh, What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast, talks about comics sometimes, you know, and World's Finest True Believers. I do got to shout them out because, damn, that's a good show. So, without without any more delay, I'm going to wrap this up. And, like I said, you can find me on Twitter. Find us on Twitter at Legendary Geek Outs Podcast. Or, no, excuse me. That's their Instagram. Instagram is Legendary Geek Outs Podcast. And Twitter is Geeking the F Out. And feel free to hit me up anytime. And until next time, I will check you guys later. Stay reading. <laughs>